Welcome back, everybody, to the PC Master Race podcast. This is episode 44, Gaming Purgatory, Delayed or Dead? Question mark. <laughs> my name is Dakota. My name is John. And my name is Jones. And this is a topic that is incredibly well-timed because mm-hmm. not only has Cyberpunk been delayed a month for, what? like, the fifth time, right? It's possible. Yeah. But uh, also with some of these games that have launched recently uh, that are be- going to be launching on the new consoles, some of them are not looking very good, and maybe they <laughs> should have been delayed. What? That's crazy. So it's Game. kind of something that we wanted to talk about uh, and also talk about some games that we have been watching in development, mm-hmm. some that are still in development, some that have died in development. Yeah, and I think a lot of this is actually going to be stuff that... There's actually a lot of stuff that was supposed to come out this year, and I think with COVID and everything, like, everything's been delayed. I mean, literally, like, everything in the Earth has been delayed, <laughs> like, not yeah. just video games. So this is stuff that uh, most of us have been watching at different points of time. Like, I know all my stuff, as we get, we'll get into it in a little while, like, pretty much everything I have is kickstarted for the most part, except for maybe one game. Maybe two games. I don't remember. Well, I could I think one, right one now, of mine. All is... of those are gonna die. Yeah. In development. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of mine s- was was originally kickstarted, but mm. we'll 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 find out more about that later. Yeah. But before we get into all that jazz, Dakota has some community event stuff he wants to talk about first. I sure do. So, I we do apologize real quick for getting everybody's hopes up last week with the community event the uh, monthly game club because Mm -hmm. we're going to be switching it up again again uh like i had said before cyberpunk has been delayed a month into december 10th yeah and it's well supposedly and it's supposedly and it's throwing a wrench into everyone's lives basically pending yeah pending (laughs) december 10th pending pending so because of that, we were originally going to pick all of the games throughout November and then play them in December. But because Cyberpunk is coming out in December, pretty much everybody's just going to want to play that. Yeah. So what we decided to do is by the time this is out, yeah. I believe voting will already be done for this month. Correct? Uh, I think then Tuesday will be done. So okay. it'll be the next. So this is going to launch Monday. So tomorrow, when you're listening to this, tomorrow this the voting will be done, but signups are already over. Yes, yes. So we've basically shortened all of the the signups and the voting to just basically a week since like the last episode. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be playing the games that have already been put on the list Mm -hmm. from Tuesday, you know. Yeah, basically. uh, What is that, November November like 9th or something? 10th. I believe it's the 10th. Something like that. Anyway, we're going to be playing those games through November and through December as well. Yeah. Um, just because thanks to Cyberpunk, it's like throwing everything well, out of whack. And the thing is, too, is that what we wanted to do is basically like we're going to be playing these games that everyone has picked, but we're also going to be pretty much vetoing Cyberpunk in there with this. That's why we're merging this into two months. So like on the 10th, if the Cyberpunk does actually come out and a lot of people jump to that, it's not like everyone just completely abandoned ship. I know not every single person is going to play Cyberpunk, you know, when it comes out. A lot. But I'm ex- lot. we're expecting a lot of people if it does actually release. So we wanted to give everybody a little bit more time. And this also is going to give us more time to, like, test out the kinks and if there's any issues with the monthly game club. So that hopefully by next month, if even more people sign up, then we have that <laughs> sorted out, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. So, so another thing that we wanted to announce was... Uh, thanks to cyberpunk being delayed 
And it's in next month, we're also going to be doing a giveaway for Cyberpunk mm-hmm. in relation to voting for games that we'll be playing in January. Mm-hmm. So once December 1st comes around, we're going to be opening up submissions again for games to play in January. Mm-hmm. If you vote between December 1st and December 9th, you will be eligible to win Cyberpunk if it comes out on the 10th. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think, and, I think uh, we're going to do it on the ninth no matter what like even unless even if it gets delayed again i think we're still gonna do it yeah whoever way. whoever yeah. wins it yeah. then is gonna, gonna get it whenever it yeah just, it's just you get it whenever it happens <laughs> i guess yeah and you'll have the choice too if you want to get the game gifted on steam or if you want it gifted on gog because mm-hmm. if with the gog purchase all of the proceeds from that game actually goes to cd project red 30 percent doesn't go to steam for mm-hmm. just hosting it so which Depending on if they delay it again, maybe people don't want to give them 100% of the proceeds. <laughs> yeah, true, true. So yeah, that is something we're excited about and kind of, uh, you know, we're getting fairly close to being at this show is almost a year old. So that's something true. we wanted to give back, kind of a little bit of Christmas spirit. Hopefully the game comes out and we can give it to one of you guys. And I know a lot of people, hopefully listening to participate, just in case we didn't say that, to participate in the monthly game club, you do need to join the Discord. All the links and info for all the monthly game club stuff are on its own text tab. And obviously, if you join the Discord, you can shout out to any of us and pretty much anybody on there. Everyone's extremely helpful about yeah. signing up and everything. So if you do want to be eligible for that Cyberpunk 2077 giveaway, join the Discord, sign up, participate. I guarantee you if you come in, People are awesome. You'll have a good time. We'll play games together and we'll have fun. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really excited for this monthly game club because surprisingly, there's already what, like 15, 16 people that submitted yeah. games. And that was and like it's in a two week. games. <laughs> yeah. You submit two games. So we have 30 games to choose from. Yeah. Which is going to be awesome. You know, one thing I just read, I know this might date one thing. I just read today that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is going to be on Game Pass on the 10th. Oh, the wow, day, really? the day, really? the day that we vote, it's gonna be on there. Okay. So maybe cool. we'll get picked for January. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. We'll see, we shall see. Hmm. But yeah, see about that. Okay. Cool. Um, any other community event stuff we need to talk about? Nope, that's it. Not really. Okay. Cool. So, what have you guys been playing? None of us wrote anything on here, which is fantastic because that means <laughs> we haven't been doing anything. John, what have you been playing? So I've, you know, finished school finally, so I've been kind of nice. delving back into some uh, some League of Legends fun. Ugh, and right. Are you serious? I've been playing Next. a lot of League of Legends. Next, skip. Um, and I've been playing uh, Warzone when people are on. I don't like really playing that by myself, but I've uh, I, uh, been playing a lot of League of Legends. Like, I like all random all mid, because we used to do that a long time ago. We, yeah. We, did, we were doing that before they had a mode for it in the game. Yeah. So I've always really enjoyed it. It's just something I can do. It's 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 hard, especially with a child, like sometimes to be able to just play for. Mm-hmm. An, I have to have at least an hour, because yeah. games can last from like forty five minutes. Well, really, like they last like thirty minutes to like an hour and a half. So it's yeah, it's hard, <clears throat> even with you know my days off during the day, like to be able to play something like that. And uh, so all random on mid takes like fifteen to twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a it's like a really quick burst of league of legends yeah if you so want to play something that's quick and you're like okay done and they actually made it to where like a lot of those games count towards your like mastery points and mm-hmm. experience and like the missions count like it counts as playing a game mm-hmm. so it's 
I've been getting like all the, the missions done and stuff for, for for what's going on right now, and because they have like the world yeah. event going on right now. It's, and uh, it's almost like doing like a quick match if you're playing something like Counter Strike. You've got a casual match or something, you know? Yeah, I, I just put KDA KDA in the background and I just start jamming, you know? Jam out, <laughs> yeah, uh, so good, awesome, awesome. Songs. Yeah, but yeah, League League is a toxic game, but dear lord, they make some of the best music and cinematics I've seen do. in the mark in the industry. It's insane, and yeah. it sounds amazing on this headset. Like, <laughs> it, it really does. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's really kind of all I've been playing. I haven't really done anything else. I, uh, like I said, I just finished school, so and I just still have a lot of stuff going on. But diving back into it, yeah, getting back in there. Cool. Okay, I'm gonna go. You're done. I'm I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, jumped back into Call of Duty Warzone. Talked about that a little bit last time, mm-hmm. just briefly. Played a couple games that I've uh, only won. Uh, we won a game actually. The three of us won a game, right? No, it was, no. It was with uh, TNT. Oh, it was with Travis. Sorry. So yeah. John and I and Travis <laughs> TNT won a game. Dakota was there. That's probably why we won. Um, probably. Uh, I did. I did absolutely nothing that game. I think I had zero damage. I had zero yeah, damage and zero kills. Zero damage. Oh, man. In I, the in the game that we won, I did nothing. I, I brought nothing to the table. Rifle. I was yeah. Back. I gave I hey I I was the ammo mule. I did give both of them ammo. I kept dropping yes. my ammo for them. And they were just murdering everybody. So I was just sitting there watching a door, waiting for someone to come and we, shoot us in the back. I think we got very lucky where we were oh, at the end of the did. game. Like we ended up going into like the I don't know if people are, a lot of people are familiar, but there's like a a uh, um, air traffic air- control tower in the yeah. airport, and we went in there, and the whole game re- revolved around that one building. Like it, yeah. it's like we, this. Sur- yeah, the circle was massive, and it shrank every time it shrunk all the way to the small circle. Was right on the center, like we were in the center of it. It was amazing. I was like, "Wow, this is like it, the gods, like a sunbeam shine down upon us." And it's like, <laughs> "I grant you this win, my children." <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Uh, the game is uh, it's Call of Duty. I don't know what else to say. It's it's weirdly scratching that itch for wanting to play a shooter and not rage at Titanfall. So enjoying that a little well, bit. It makes sense. The gun mechanics, like, that's the one thing I can say about Call of Duty. The guns always feel really good to yeah, shoot. they do. I just hate everything around it. Yeah, same. I'm terrible, yeah. and I'm too, I I definitely feel my age playing it, because I just can't yeah. react to stuff fast enough. Like, I know I should be yeah. able to. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. The other thing, the only other thing I was going to say that we have uh, played recently, all of us, is that a couple of days ago, I think it was on Tuesday, yeah, on Tuesday, as of this recording of last week, we played. Uh, we had a party night with people in Discord, and we played uh, some Jackbox. We played a little bit of Among Us, and then we ended up playing Cards Against Humanity. And dear Lord, I have not oh, laughed. Man. I have not laughed that hard in quite a while, and it was a great time. And I just wanted to give a shout out to the people that joined us that night. That was really fun, and I hope that this weekend and future weekends we can do more of that because. I for forgot. Sure. I forgot. It's like, hey, this is definitely not rated PG like the podcast is. But it's like, <laughs> if you can handle, if you can handle Cards Against Humanity, then come play. Because I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was, it was, a, fun time. It was a blast. It was a blast. But other cool. than that, Dakota, what have you been up to? Yep. Played Warzone with you guys. Mm-hmm. Don't want to talk about it. Don't like that game. Mm-hmm. Nice. One game I do want to talk about though is lightning and i on the discord we jumped into dark rock galactic the other day deep rock galactic (laughs) and my god we haven't played that as a group in 
close to a year. No, I haven't. I, think. I haven't started that game. It said like 2017. It's the last time I played it. No, we've definitely or 2018. Played it since then. I haven't. It, yeah, I haven't. I played yeah. one when it like launched or was like still in early access. It was in early access. I haven't played it since then. Yeah, it's yeah. seen many many updates. Mm-hmm. It's it is at 1.0, so mm-hmm. it's technically like launched out mm-hmm. of early access, but they're still updating it. Yeah. And they have done a lot to improve variety because the whole game is like, hey, you're this dwarf in this weird techno futuristic space world where you are like launching from a spacecraft above a planet and then drilling into the core to like mine certain things yeah. and whatnot. And the early access was fun. We probably played it for like 10, 15 ish hours. Yeah, something just, like that. The gameplay loop, there just wasn't much to do. Yeah, you know, any game that's procedurally generated mm-hmm. at some point, the randomness starts to not be random random anymore yeah (laughs) yeah and i feel like they've done a really good job i mean i've only played it for about two to three hours with lightning yesterday but yeah even in those two to three hours i we were still finding new things and he's been playing for a while and he was still finding new stuff playing with me so it's like new monsters new objectives new like environments kind of to go into yeah they've done a lot so i'm really impressed with that company in the game so far i'm going to re-download it i told you guys i would if you actually because i was like i want to see because i know you've been kind of like weirdly itching to go back and try it and i know like (laughs) yeah for the past like eight months dakota like it seems like once a month it's like hey let's go play this game i'm like nah they still haven't done enough still haven't done (laughs) enough for my liking because it's kind of like minecraft but it's just the mining and like killing enemies part yeah and as much as I enjoy building in Minecraft, I love just going down a tunnel, uh-huh. mining all of the stuff, yeah. and just kind of zoning out. Yeah, kind of. You know? It's basically like this, Minecraft this horde mode. That. It's like Minecraft horde mode, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which, yeah. in itself, sounds fun. It still only counts as one, is what they say. <laughs> it still only counts as one. <laughs> yeah, but that's, uh, that is all that I have played. So, if you guys want, we can move into the main topic. Yeah. I don't know who you want to start. Do you want me to go first? Uh, you are first on the on the dock. I know that's what I figured. Okay, <laughs> okay. So this whole kind of idea, other than what we just said in our op- the opening of the show, is us basically stuff that we are looking out for. And I know it's like not really news because all this stuff is like who knows when it's coming out, if it's ever coming out, if it's kind of stuck in development hell, like. Or is that a good thing? If it's delayed, is it a good thing? I don't know. So, I mean, it can be a good thing, but yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and start. And pretty much every game that I have on here is all the MMO RPGs and just MMOs in general that I'm looking out for. I would say John is probably looking out for a lot of these too, but he probably doesn't know as much about that them as I do. So he's about no, to learn. I don't. You're about you're about to learn today. I'm learn. So I'm going to sh- I'm going to talk about I'm just going to start with the biggest one that a lot of people have been looking out for and actually the three of us have been looking out for and we've talked about it previously on the show is New World from Amazon. And this is Amazon. Wow, what is that? Wow. I've never heard of that. We've actually played um, this too, so. Yeah, we actually yeah. played this in the yeah. beta like a month or two ago, whenever they had a mm-hmm. I think it's in August actually. Yeah. Um yeah. so basically what New World is is a uh it's kind of almost in like this. I think it's like 15 or 1600s where you yeah. go discover a new world like Christopher Columbus kind of style or like I don't know it's definitely not America but it definitely is America at the same time <laughs> yeah but they're calling it like oh a mysterious land full of magic I'm like mm, yeah it's okay all right I see what you're doing there Amazon but all right so 
Uh, the game was supposed to release this year, and I believe, I want to say it was May. Yeah, it was like um, April or May or something like that. I think that. it was April or May. And then they're like, uh, we still need to work on it. And all of the early feedback that I heard of it, they're like, this game is in a terrible state right now. They need to, it wasn't It wasn't going to release like an early access. It was going to release, release. Go ahead. Yeah, they had put up multiple like development videos, though, mm-hmm. uh, up until quote-unquote released in yeah. May, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they were, so they yeah, had they were like I mean they it. had gameplay they had closed betas and stuff and they're like oh we have betas where it's like you have to sign an NDA and you can't talk about it of course everyone's like I'll talk about this anonymously <laughs> and they're like this is horrible the PvP is super broken and blah 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 <laughs> and then basically the developers kept flip flopping with what they wanted the game to be because it, for a while it it seemed like it was going to be just like another like Rust PvP game where you're just like a gank fest twenty four seven because they had open PvP everywhere. Yeah, and I wasn't then too they realized with the that, PvP I saw, to be honest. Yeah, and then they realized that that was a horrible idea. That's always a good sign when the developers are flip-flopping between two yeah. different ideas. Yeah. They definitely a- know what they want to make the game. Yeah. <laughs> you hear that, Anthem? Anyways, so back to Amazon's <laughs> new world. Um, so basically what has happened is they had a kind of closed beta in August that I I played a little bit of. I think John did too, right? Yeah, I played it. Did it? Did you play Dakota or no? I think it's just us. No, I would. I just watched you guys. Okay, so the I do kind of like the combat. Okay, this is the one thing as someone that's really into MMOs and has played MMOs like most of his life. The developers keep claiming that they do not have classes, and they don't. They're like, oh, you don't have classes. You just use a weapon like a a musket, and then at, the more you use that weapon, then you get skills for that weapon. I'm like, hey. Guys, I just want to tell you, that's literally what a class is. <laughs> They're like, no, this is a totally class-based system. It's just like Guild Wars 2. You pick up a weapon, yeah. and it you have certain abilities for that. Dude, you get another weapon, it does the same thing. Well, it's actually... And, and But in Guild Wars 2, you pick a class. Guild Wars 2, you play a thief, you play a warrior, you play whatever. It's actually oh, more yeah. like Final Fantasy fourteen, where it's like, you switch oh, that yeah. weapon, you're that class. So you, you only need to have one character, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that system. And you basically, like, say you want to use a musket and, like, dual-wielding hatchets so you can, like, change on the fly and have, like, different... I think you get you get to have three weapon sets so you can kind of, like, change your play style up depending on how what you want to do, which is, like, yeah. which is totally cool. Like, say you, I want to have, like, a tank, a healer, and a DPS spec so I can just swap to that whenever I want. Cool. That's totally fine. I have no problem with them doing that. But stop trying to do this like malarkey where you're like, oh, yeah, we don't have classes. This is this is a totally new, unique experience. False. No, it's it's 20. <laughs> it's 2020. You've done nothing new. I'm sorry. You're not doing anything new to the market. You also made Crucible, so you have no room to talk about anything. But the thing <laughs> is, they they don't have to make anything new. They just have to make something that's good. <laughs> they said to make something better. Which apparently is difficult for Amazon. Very difficult. Yeah. <laughs> dude, dude. Kidding. Yeah, no joke. So, with that being said, the game, oh my god, the game looks cool, looks cool, right? Yeah. The graphics aren't amazing, but they're not bad, and I, I said this, I think, before, they look good for an MMO RPG. Yes. Which, yes. which, whenever you make an MMO, you have to make a game that will run on anything. It's kind of like making an esports game. You have to make it that will run on toasters, because people want to play on their laptop from 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Um, so with that being said, you know it's not it's not Horizon Zero Dawn. It's uh, it's like it's probably like PS3, PS4 graphics. I don't know. It's not it's not it's terrible. Not, no, it's not bad. The com- I, the the combat is active. I like it. Um, it's like Dark Souls kind of. It's weird. 
they put yeah it's it's esque yeah they pushed it to next year so i'm curious to see what's happening anyways okay so new world looking forward to it john do you have any opinions on new world it's supposed to come out next year supposedly yeah so they delayed it a year um Mm -hmm. i when i played it it what's that no go ahead go ahead so when i played it 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 reminded me we both said i reminded us of dark souls that's the first thing you said when i played it, i was like mm-hmm. wow this really does like you block with a shield which actively block, yeah. block with a shield which i've never done in mm-hmm. before i thought yeah. it was cool how when you use bow and arrows you actually aim the bow and arrow it doesn't mm-hmm. just fire sh- shots yeah. like every other mmo does i thought that was kind of cool so you get extra points for or extra damage for headshots and stuff mm-hmm. wow what innovations for mmo that's for, a big for, for an mmo that is a big deal yeah, that's a big deal for an mmo funny um yeah and I, I thought, like, yeah, I could play this when it comes out. I think I'll have fun with it when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. But that was the consensus from both of you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to enjoy and it. And me watching. It's 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 a game that I can see because I think you can, like, own towns and, like, have, like, big guild houses and, like, World v. World and stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah, it's something that, like, if we had a, like, a big enough group that could play, it would be awesome to play with a huge group. Like, and make, Heck like, yeah. a massive guild and get, like, PvP people and stuff. Like, it would be super fun to do that. So, so it's something I'm kind of looking forward to next year, hopefully. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun. Um, I, I'm glad they stayed delayed it by a year. Yeah, it needs it. Because when I saw the gameplay, I was horribly disappointed. I was really looking forward to this game. And I was like, oh, cool, May, it's coming out, or April, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw the gameplay, I was like, man, this looks like it sucks. And like, because they had their <laughs> they had their big reveal video for like E3 or whatever, yeah. whatever that was. Yeah. And they played and they played the video yikes. and stuff. And they were sitting there talking. I was, like, I was like, oh, God, this looks so, so bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Do you guys remember the, the first gameplay reveal trailer where all they basically uh, showed off was throwing hatchets? Yeah, throwing hatchets. <laughs> Yeah, it was like the only thing they just repeatedly showed it off and all three of us were like mm, i'm pretty sure that's the only mechanic they have in the yeah. game right now and i know and amazon <laughs> has money they have the money to make this really good yeah no. well that statement is correct amazon has the money like all of it yeah <laughs> it's not yeah it's not like amazon has money it's like no amazon has the money like no we don't use us it. dollars we use amazon dollars eight, instead of v bucks it's a bucks <laughs> it's a bucks well, amazon bucks <laughs> so i'm looking forward to it i'm glad they delayed it it looked like crap so hopefully i mean what we played was was decent it wasn't like fantastic yeah. but it was it just definitely seems polished better, now better direction i liked yeah. the looting i liked all that stuff it was really neat so i'm looking forward to it but it's a really good showing for a company that has all of the money and all of the backing doesn't mean it's going to be good nope. like there no. has to be passion behind Crucible it because is it, a what it's prime example of that perfect example yeah. backed by amazon couldn't find a footing mm-hmm. launched went did, back into closed alpha and did, then just died it did not know what they wanted to do and exactly because there's have nobody an identity crisis is a really good word for like our entire topic today yeah well it's identity crisis yes but just no passion too yeah you yeah. know these games are being made because they're like oh what makes a lot of money hero shooter mm-hmm. crucible what makes a lot of money mmo new worlds yeah. you know they're yeah. just going after topics that they know will make them a lot of monetization money instead of being like Here's a really cool story I want to tell, or here's a really cool game mechanic I want to explore. Yeah. You said no passion, and I thought we already ended the Bioware episode. (laughs) 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 Okay, so let's move on, because we've got a lot of stuff to get through. So, there's another MMO called Crowfall. This was Kickstarter. This is one of the Kickstarters. So, so 
That's the thing about New World. It has Amazon money. They have literally infinite funds to do whatever they want. Yeah. So I hope my consensus is I, it looks like it's going in the right direction. And I hope they take this time to just polish it up and make it something good at launch. Or better yet, be smart and launch it early access instead of full release. That way you can say, hey, maybe we have a roadmap for six months or whatever. And then we're going to release like every other single MMO does. Don't just jump the gun. And that way you can say, hey, it's early access. We're still working out bugs, blah, blah, blah. If you need more time. Yeah. But it's not like they are hurting for money. It's not like one. Of, it's not like Crowfall. That's a Kickstarter game that has to constantly release alphas and betas and stuff to get cash flow. That's the thing with these Kickstarter games. Like an MMO is no like small task to make. No, you need a lot of money. You need a massive that. amount of money, and you need constant money coming in. And if you're not having alphas, pre-alphas, betas, and all this, and people are actually playing your game, then you're going to yeah. turn into Star Citizen, where like. People are going to give you a ton of money, but it's like you have a product, sort of, right? Yeah. We're not talking about Star Citizen Steps Up, by the way. So Crowfall, <laughs> so Crowfall, basically the beta is out now. It's not full release, and there's no ETM full release. They are taking their sweet time. Uh, it, it, it was created by the creator of Shadowbane, which was a which actually was a MMO like from early 2000s that was really, okay. really popular. And then they got bought by, um, I believe it was Ubisoft or EA. No, it's, I think it's Ubisoft. The Shadow Bank got bought by Ubisoft and then they Ubisoft it. And then the game at 2009 shut down. Nice. Wow. <laughs> they like, it like took a really popular game and then they just like, I think Maybe. they just try to milk the crap out of everyone and they just like ruin the game, you know, like they do usually. <laughs> Um, so, so the creator is actually like a big time, like MMO guy. Like he knows what he's doing. He actually was one of the main lead, lead guys on a game called wizard one hundred and one, which is kind of like a kid's MMO, but it's like hugely successful, like made tons and tons of money. Um, so the one thing that's cool about Crowfall, it is, it's called a throne war simulator MMO. So basically think kind of like game of thrones, but an MMO form. So like they are going to have servers that are set up into time periods. So like say you go to a server and it's like this is going to be this game mode for one month. And then after that, the, the server's gone. So your character will be persistent, but your character can move from these different servers that have different time periods. Hmm. So like okay. it goes from and so basically they they're calling them campaigns. So think if you're playing like a campaign, like a D&D campaign or something, like you're playing it, yeah. it's like has a set time limit. It's it's going to be for That's one month cool. and the rewards are this at the end of the month or you can so they're going to be one month, three months, six months and one year campaigns. And so like the longer the campaign that you that you consistent and like the better the rewards if you stay there for that long period of time. But it's like but it's like so say there's like a one year campaign and like, oh, within the first month, my huge clan took over and we're the we're the king and we're the ruling party well it's like that gives all these other clans and everybody else like time to gather up troops and everything and attack you and take you down as a king and take over the throne so that's kind of the concept and they have i think right now they have like five different main campaigns set for those different time periods with like oh after like every three days like a giant horde of like monsters attack and you have to defend it or you lose your castle and all that stuff like so it's basically kind of a it's what's the reception like right now a lot of people like it. Like it's 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 definitely more focused on PvP than like PvE. It has PvE content, but it's more focused on like I mean, it's a throne war simulator, so it's yeah. like it's all about. You can't like, go into that expecting like ah, yeah. I'm just gonna be a farmer. Kill God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, 
basically the combat is a lot like Guild Wars 2, where it's very active or even kind of almost like New World minus like the aiming with weapons. Um, okay. But lots of PvP. Um, they actually have... I mean, it's in beta, so it's like... It's 50 bucks right now to get into it, but it is a one-time 50 bucks, and that's it. They do have okay. a VIP like monthly subscription because almost every game does that now. It's like a Game Pass or whatever, um, yeah. Battle Pass, whatever. Um, but you know, it gives you like extra perks and stuff. But right now, the game is in beta, and you can play it. I don't know if there's going to be wipes or anything, but there kind of already is like sort of wipes because the campaigns only last a certain amount of time. But it's something that I didn't know the actual like beta beta was out. So I was like, oh, I don't really want to pay 50 bucks for it. But it is in like an okay state. The only thing that turned me off was the UI is like pretty like boxy and stuff. It's not very polished yet. But the combat and everything looks pretty fun. So like I don't I'm not a huge PvPer, so it, d- it doesn't necessarily appeal to me. But it seems like they are actually going to release a game. That's a cool idea, okay. though. Like it's definitely it's different. A definitely unique idea for sure. Okay, moving on. So we have that. Uh, there's another game called Pantheon: Rise of the Fallen, and this is like almost the exact opposite of Crowfile. And this is a like almost purely PVE focused game. This is something more along the lines that three of us would probably be more interested in, as far as the MMO goes. Yeah, so piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah. So the creator of this is actually the original co-creator of EverQuest. They're like wow. one of the original huge MMOs. His name is Brad McQuaid. Also found out, and I forgot that he died last November, a year ago. Oh, yeah. So this game has been in development since 2014, I believe, is kickstarted. But, I mean, you have someone huge like Brad McQuaid, and he's made several MMOs that are successful. I mean, the original EverQuest is still running. I believe this year they're releasing their 22nd ex- expansion oh pack. gosh. They release an expansion pack every year. I wonder how much money since, they're making uh, off of that game still. They still make enough money to make an expansion pack every year and sell it to True. people. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, he passed away last year, which sucks because he was the lead creative operator and like COO like of the company. I mean, it was his company and he was the creative brain behind this, right. uh, which sucks because if you lose like hopefully if you lose like your main creative developer in the middle of making a huge MMO, kind of a detriment to this studio uh, visionary yeah. realms is what they're called so um it's in pre-alpha right now there is no there's no like eta on release obviously they had a huge loss so now they're trying to pick up the pieces i from what i read they have a good like uh backing of other designers and they had a good vision already like laid out roadmap what okay. they wanted to do so I hope that this is something in the future that actually sees the light of day. Uh, there are two things I wanted to bring up that I thought was really cool about the game. It, other than that, it's okay. It's basically just a fantasy, kind of almost like a refresh of EverQuest. Like fantasy, okay. you know. One thing that I thought that was cool is that um, the the characters, the races they can play are like almost like human slash animal slash like demigod. So like you can play a centaur as your character. Like, you can That's actually play cool. as a centaur. Like you can play as a human. You can play as an elf, dwarf, normal stuff, and, like, creature, like, classes, which I thought was really cool. And then they have, like, different classes that they can be. It's like, oh, like, the centaur can be a druid, but, like, the human can't be a druid. He can only be, like, a warrior or whatever, you know? Yeah. So they probably got most of their money from 
the furry conventions. Yes, right? exactly. That's okay. that was our main audience from the Kickstarter. <laughs> gotcha. Exactly. No, um, but one th- there's two things that I thought was really cool is that they are focusing on old school uh, game group play mechanics stuff like hey you go into a dungeon and you fight a mob and you actually have to have a tank tank and like keep aggro and a healer heal them and DPS focus on it. It's not like wow where you just have one guy run through or even final fantasy oh go run through and grab 50 guys and just aoe them down and you'll never die it's like i watched some gameplay and they literally are like fighting a little goblin and like they just ran in and they didn't like play correctly it was like uh, people just like playing for the first time and they all died like the goblin just murdered all of them because (laughs) it's like hey you can't it's not like you're normal you have to get out of that mindset of like oh i'm I'm a healer or whatever. I can just go like hit this goblin with my mace. Like, no, this goblin will like shank you and you're going to die. So, <laughs> so I thought it was really cool. And basically the whole idea is like, Hey, this is focused on group play. This is focused on like slowing gameplay down and it, everything didn't have to be like rush, 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 rush. And like actually enjoying the company that you keep and the group you're playing with. And like, Hey, maybe we actually have to like be tactical and like do this correctly or we're going to wipe and you know, uh, the other do you thing, think that there is an audience for that? In the a Im- big enough audience in the MMO community, there is. If there's okay. a, if there's a big enough audience to release expansion packs for EverQuest one and two every year, there is. Yeah, I would okay. agree. With I that. feel Fair like enough. they would be probably pooling from that audience and even maybe like the WoW Classic type of audience. You know, like I feel like there's enough players. It's definitely a niche thing. And even I wrote on here, like, I don't think this is going to be a huge game, but I think that they will be successful enough that they will have a, like, hardcore group, dedicated group of players that if they can, if they can leech from the EverQuest people, which this is basically like pseudo EverQuest 3, which who knows if we're ever going to get that, that it would be enough for them to, like, keep a fan base and keep the game going. That's what I would agree with. I think that it it's not going to be like WoW player base, but it's definitely going to have a player base enough to keep them alive. And get it other- paid pretty much. Yeah, the only other thing I was gonna say that I thought was really cool that John probably didn't know either with this is that they have a dual targeting system, so you can actively have a monster selected and a friendly player selected. And say you're the healer, you could be casting whatever like you know magic towards the monster or whatever doing damage and then if you want to heal you press the heal button and it will automatically heal the tank because you can have two people selected at the same time which that is really cool. which which is someone that plays an mmo is like why has no one ever done this before that's mind-blowing because <laughs> even in wow and other games like you'll have target of target so like if yeah. i click on a monster and he i see that he's hidden the tank if I cast the heal, it doesn't. It heals me. It doesn't heal the tank. Mm-hmm. So having oh, the weird. dual targeting thing is like, or even sometimes it would like heal the monster, which is even worse. So you don't want that to happen. Yeah. So having that, like, I don't know how this didn't like connect the dots. Like no one's ever done this before. It's to me, it's like now that I saw that, I'm like, oh duh, that makes so much sense. Why wouldn't they do this? <laughs> I was like, wow. Anyways, I thought that was really cool. As someone that's played it most for a long time, it's like. Yeah. It's like when somebody there's something completely obvious in front of you, you're like, oh my god, how did I never see that before? Yeah, I mean to to see that that company has innovated in that way kind of gives you a little glimmer yeah. of like, oh, hey, maybe, maybe they actually know what they're doing here. <laughs> yeah, or they're actually know? reaching out to try new things rather than doing the same right. formula over again. Right. Yeah. Or or if they have it like a tried and true formula, which kind of is like a rebirth of of like EverQuest. Well, I mean, they are like innovating it enough to make it different, where it's not just the same thing. Every one is going to yeah. be pretty similar in a lot of ways, yeah. but at least they're changing some things up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and they're changing up enough. 
Okay. Yeah. Best of luck to them. Two more to get through quickly. So this is the fun one. Ashes of Creation is another MMO that was kickstarted. This is the one that I kind of want to crap on a little bit. The the founder of this game made all of his money selling like snake oil juices through MLMs, multi-level marketing <laughs> schemes. And this is actually legit. That's how he made all his money. But supposedly, supposedly he is a pretty dedicated MMORPG player. He was a whale or something in some old games. <laughs> And he really wanted to make an MMORPG, so he started this company called Intrepid Studios. This is their first game. They've done a bunch of really weird stuff. They made, they got the combat from their game and turned it into a battle royale that had like less than 100 people play it on Steam. And they're what? like, they're like, oh, we're just doing this to beta test uh, the combat, even though they released as this huge thing. And then it was a gigantic failure. And then they, they pulled it back and they're like, oh, no, this is just like to test the combat. They were trying to like Yikes. like make an MMO and then they saw a battle royale was getting big. So they just like put this out in the market and it was tried a to jump on the and it wagon. was a disaster. And then they pulled back and like, oh, this is just so we could test stuff. I'm like, yeah, OK, sure we all is. believe you. We all believe the guy that sold us juice the other day. Press <laughs> X to doubt. Yeah. So, uh, the one thing I want to say about this game, they do have a lot of gameplay. They do have a lot. They are doing developer developer diaries like every like one or two weeks that are showing the developers okay. actually playing the game. The game has a lot of content people are playing. Uh, it's currently an Alpha 1. So, right now, you can't even get into Alpha 1. They're doing Alpha 1 and Alpha 2 and then Beta 1 and Beta 2. Real sketchy. Um, the one thing I looked up, you can get into Alpha 2, which is their next Alpha, which they have no date on. The cheapest option to get into Alpha 2 is $250. Nice. So, this is cool. Oh. You can pay them $250 to play their janky mess of a game. Or you can wait. I think the cheapest option to get into Beta 2 is like $75, I'm pretty sure. So, um, it seems like they haven't changed much from their MLM roots. So, they're just yeah. like... They, they, there is a lot of gameplay, but I would stay away from this with like a 30-foot pole until the game actually releases. Who knows if it ever will. They're making a decent amount of money to keep developing. Hopefully, you know, maybe that maybe the owner has changed and he really wants to make an MMO because they do have a lot the of content The way the company stuff. is like monetizing does not yeah. seem like that. This no. seems like straight up scam tactics. Yeah, that's really how most Kickstarter games go. But they they are putting out a lot of content, so we shall see. It's definitely something to keep an eye on. But I would not give them any money. And def yeah. I, I definitely don't give anybody two hundred fifty dollars to beta test their game. No please way. don't don't buy any game alpha for two hundred fifty bucks. Regardless, beta test your alpha yeah. testing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I like, know. hey, can you pay? Can I pay you to work there I for free? I've seen some like. And MMOs are even worse, I think, than regular games. Like yeah. alpha testing MMO is is literally throwing your money in the trash. Yeah, if you're pay <laughs> if you're paying for it, they used to. And I, this one thing I was gonna bring up too with all these, like a lot of MMOs, you used to like sign up and get into betas, and they would send out beta keys to ask you to please go help them find bugs. Now you have to pay them to go be their bug testers. Yeah. The gaming is like so backwards yeah. now. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's kind of it kind of sucks because you used to be like, hey, this is new MMO. Let's let's see how it is. Maybe it'll be fun. Now it's yeah. like, hey, if you want to do that, you need to buy the game first, and then we'll let you do it. Beta testing and then is we'll a privilege. Let you... Beta testing is a yeah. privilege, not a not mm -hmm. a. And you're literally actually helping them make their game better by paying yeah, money for, yeah, for free. free. And then, yeah, yeah, pretty much. It's pretty. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's the biggest scam of 2020 so far. 
So last game, and this is actually something that we've all heard of. I know Dakota actually has. It's a game called Lost Ark. It is a MMO ARPG in the style of something like Diablo or uh, Path of Exile. This one is in development hell. This is in development hell. This game has actually been released in Russia and South Korea for a while. It's actually been out for forever over there, overseas. Uh, a couple things to note. It's supposed. It actually has a Western publisher. It is supposed to come out in North America in 2021 next year. We don't know I mean, if that's ever going that to happen. For years, though. Yes, we haven't seen that. Um, another thing is like the game looks beautiful. Six years ago, when I first saw the trailer, but yeah. it's it's running on Unreal Engine three, so it's oh, going gosh. to be it's going to be a train wreck. <laughs> like the game is going to be unoptimized as heck, and it's going to probably suck real bad. Um, yeah, I am. I don't know if there's any plans to update it to Unreal Engine 4. Um, if you want to know another MMO that run on Unreal Engine 3 is a game called Terra. And that game is horribly optimized. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. M- pretty much every game running on Unreal Engine 3 is like a yeah. dumpster fire. Yeah, it's no bueno. <laughs> it's no bueno. So uh, it used to be I used to be hyped for this years ago whenever it looked really cool. But now it just kind of looks like your typical Korean pay-to-win, free-to-play game that used to look really cool and it just never got over here. So I want to see if it comes out. I have a really big suspicion that it's going to come out over here and it's going to be buy-to-play because that's what developers seem to do because they're like, oh, Americans have money. Let's just have them buy it. And like, Right, exactly. And then, oh, it'll be free-to-play everywhere else in the world. But if it's buy-to-play here, that's a scam. Don't touch it with the 10-foot pole. But yeah. So yeah. that's something I've been looking at, but it's like literally, I think I watched a 13 minute trailer video, which was amazing in like 2014. And I was like, this is going to yeah, be geez. awesome. When I met you guys in 2015, I was like, oh, did you guys see this like trailer for Lost Ark? And you were <laughs> like, like yeah, dude, it's a scam. Yeah. It's released much. in Korea and, and Russia, but it's not released in the US yet. And I was like, what? It looks so cool, though. Yeah. So that's basically my list of games that I'm keeping an eye on because I'm sort of the MMO guy with John. Uh, but I've been, I mean, you it's follow like, that oh, stuff I've been, a lot more than I do, though. Yeah. Definitely it's like, I've been following this for years and years and years, and nothing has come out yet. Surprisingly. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. I mean, and for all of those games that you've been following, how how long have you been following them for? So, like, almost all of these games, there was a huge Kickstarter push after uh, the Elder Scrolls Online came out for MMORPGs, okay. right? So, uh, Ashes of Creation, Pantheon, Crowfall, those three are all around the same time. Like, basically between, like, 20, I want to say 2013 to 2015, that era is when they all kickstarted. So, it's been oh my years, <laughs> years and years and years. New World is a little bit newer, but who knows how long they've been actually working on it. And Lost Ark is just a, it's lost in the sauce. <laughs> it's <lost>. gone. <laughs> it's lost, dude. So, uh, wow. those three have been, it's, it's really kind of annoys me that Ashes of Creation looks like they are the furthest along in development, but they've also, I think, have, have gotten the most money because they're more like mainstream. But yeah. out of those three games, it's the least, one that i'm looking forward to like i have zero (laughs) hype level for it like maybe one percent it looks okay it looks like they're the farthest along in development crowfall even though it's a lot of pvp i feel like if you had a group of people that played it it is a really cool concept and i haven't played anything like that before so that one's kind of like yeah like yeah 50 percent. pantheon if it's good could be really cool if you want to play like a really pve focused game 
like okay i have a little bit hype for that but all those like there's no actual like release date new world's just kind of a toss-up like who knows what's going to happen because amazon is like google and they shut stuff down all the time and just leave it to die that's like every single amazon game has died that has come out has died or been canceled yeah they have not had a successful one yet it's been like three or four dude they're turning i mean it's kind of like netflix like oh we had one season we didn't get 10 billion views let's cancel the show it's like what (laughs) yeah it's terrible yeah all right dakota what do you got for us Alrighty, it's my turn yes so i only have three games okay and all three of my games are first person shooters or at least first person person games okay uh, because that's what I'm interested in. You're inter- you're the MMO guy. Mm-hmm. I'm the first person weird <laughs> fantasy indie person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one, some people listening may know the name. It's called Witchfire. Mm-hmm. Now this game was first shown off at uh, Gamescom 2017. Gamescom or or E3 yeah. uh, 2017, and it was a really cool trailer. Mm-hmm. Everybody who saw it was super hyped. And it was just like a, a quick little gameplay or snippets of gameplay. Yeah. Um, it looked absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is being made by the astronauts who are the same creators of The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Do you guys remember that game? No. I I know the name, but I don't know why they're making a first person shooter. Yeah. <laughs> so The was. Vanishing of Ethan Carter was a popular first person like puzzle exploration yeah. mist-esque game that yeah. came out in like 2013-ish around there mm-hmm. and it was really popular on steam it like yeah. blew up for youtubers back in the day yeah and it looked beautiful mm-hmm. it was on i believe it was unreal engine 3 back in the day mm-hmm. but they used photogrammetry okay. which is a technique for like taking pictures of like objects in the real mm-hmm. world and making a 3d model uh, okay. from the pictures so it actually looks so, realistic huh yeah nice okay things looked really good the game was actually used as as like a benchmark game for a couple years oh cool so they're a good studio and they came out with a good game already but witchfire is a new game that is continuing continuing to use photogrammetry on unreal engine 4 which is why it looks so freaking good yeah uh it's a dark fantasy looter shooter Mm -hmm. uh but it has no multiplayer so I know it's a little confusing. Yeah. They uh on their website they have a blog where every couple months they do like a big blog post. Mm-hmm. I don't know who exactly does the blog post. Yeah. But it goes over certain topics. They release, you know, little snippets of gameplay and and stuff in those blog posts and whatnot. And they touched on the looter shooter aspect and they were like it's got a really bad stigma to it and it's because most games rely on the loot as the core gameplay mm-hmm. of like oh the main point is to go and get new loot better right? guns. like yeah destiny exactly better better guns destiny does that borderlands, borderlands does that yeah. division does that whereas they're focusing on it has rpg elements so mm-hmm. you are building your character your powers and getting better at the guns and then the loot just are pickups to help you build your characters the way that you want them to be built and it's not the loot that you're actually going to like cut kind it's of it's not the main focus kind of the main a, focus is oh sorry go ahead go ahead yeah that i'm it's that's what you're saying is reminding me of like remnant where it's like the guns are part of it but the guns aren't like that drastically different from each other that it's not like it's all about combat and moving around and dodging and like shooting and it's not exactly. like it's not like oh i just found a bazooka so i'm gonna go kill everything with one hit 
It's like I upgraded exactly. my gun to plus one, so it does five more damage. <laughs> that does sound like a yeah. really good good direction, though, because I think they're right. I think the looter shooter thing has gotten way out of hand. Yeah. It's gotten it super out of hand. And there's nothing wrong with a single player game either. Like if if you can do it right, like mm-hmm. all all the power to him. Yeah. yeah is is there any other like single player looter shooters unless i borderlands i mean but, I but mean, that's not co-op. yeah yeah i mean I, I wouldn't even consider borderlands single player really because like yeah the main the main draw of borderlands for someone like me is like to play co-op with someone else yeah. like i wouldn't play borderlands by myself i mean i'm sure there are people yeah. that do that but a game that's like it is only single player because that's really yeah. weird. Like when you think looter shooter, you think of I'm playing multiplayer or with co-op, right? Exactly. Like that's kind of the whole point. Like, oh, I just got a better gun. It's like look exactly. around. There's no one there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just me. Look at here. this awesome gun I got. <laughs> God, this is single player. Okay, cool. Yeah. So it's it's cool. Uh, I've read through all of their blog posts because I've been following them since their yeah uh, their first trailer, and it looks like they genuinely like are trying to do something new mm-hmm. in shooters not yeah. not necessarily revolutionary but yeah. trying to carve out their own like segment of like yeah. gameplay style and stuff and in their most recent post which was a couple months ago they were talking about they finally figured out what the core gameplay loop is supposed to be mm-hmm. you know okay. so like when you go into an area they're like what are you this is what we're going to have you do so mm-hmm. that it is fun and you want to come back and play it yeah you know, yeah. it's basically yeah. like the the thirty second um, pitch idea, yeah. basically yeah. Elevator for pitch. starting a business. Yeah. yeah, it's like this is this is why our game is fun. I they gotcha. just recently found that, so now they're like, from here on out, we're just like making sure that the rest of the game follows that same style. So there's no ETA on the game right now. It is still in development, but it looks like the devs are handling it well. Good. You know, they well, have a a game that makes them money that was popular back in the day and it's funding them making another good game that they seem passionate about. That's what I was going to say. This is the thing I don't understand about some of the studios. Is The Vanishing of Ethan Carter their only game? Is their only other game? That was their biggest game. That was their they, big game. They okay. made, I believe they made some other smaller games, but they're nothing that's like really amazing. This is what I want to know. It's like I know The Vanishing of Ethan Carter came out like 2013, 2014, right? It's like yeah, how... Something like that how much money did you have to make from that to fund your studio for six plus years with a full staff making another game? That's what I don't understand about game developers. Like, you know, you have EA and you have all these other companies that make like constant money from, you know, FIFA loot boxes and whatnot. Definitely not gambling, right? Definitely not gambling. So you have, (laughs) you have like, when you have these small studios, like how do they like, I don't, they scrounge or they probably get investors because like, Hey, we made this before. So invest in us for this new game we're making. It's like, that's what I'm curious of. I know, like, man, I need to call them and ask. But maybe investors, but also like it kind of goes to show, you know, if if it's a small game and they had like a one good game that made them a lot of money and they've managed to stretch it out six yeah. plus years, like they're not spending that on like Maseratis yeah, and like yeah. Lamborghinis. They're like spending it on to develop another game because that's what they want to do. They're not buying bagels <laughs> for everybody every morning anymore. They're <laughs> they're like, we're buying bagels, but we can't afford the cream cheese. So you're eating them dry right. now, boys. Right. You're all dry. And Okay. It's interesting that you bring up money, right? One of... Not only has have they been able to keep their business alive for six years without like making a new game, they also got a couple devs from Bulletstorm. Mm-hmm. So they have some devs that have like background working at larger companies mm-hmm. 
that like came to a smaller like indie studio to help yeah. develop a game but with even with that you're being gonna have to pay them a lot more money than just a normal indie dev even with that being said i'm pretty sure whoever the guys that worked in bulletstorm were looking for work because they haven't made any more <laughs> bulletstorm games <laughs> dakota's drinking okay. water as I said. okay that's fair i mean you say that they have to pay them more money but if they're just outside like with the sign like looking for game development work and they're like ah well guess come inside guys we'll give you a bagel with no cream cheese and get you guys start start working on some code that's <laughs> work yeah they're That's like fair. hey we were gonna make bold storm terms like yeah sure sure okay calm down like get, just get inside <laughs> and start coding you start coding no no more nonsense out of you <laughs> well all right besides besides that <laughs> it looks like whoever's running the company kind of knows what they're doing so gotcha i gotcha they're, they're grinding away at it and i i highly recommend looking looking up the uh reveal trailer that they showed a couple mm-hmm. i remember uh, it. years ago I forgot the game existed because I haven't heard anything yeah. about it since that came out. I know. They're just chugging along. Nice. Uh, another game that is somewhat newer and kind of middle of the road between, like, I have no idea how the studio is doing because there's literally no information about them. The game is called Scorn, and I know you guys are probably familiar I with it. I loved the E3 trailer. <clears throat> or not, right? was it the E3 or was it the, like, the... Um... I did see three. I loved how it's. It wasn't one of these where it said it was like actual like footage from like the new consoles, and it was just like a cinematic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it. I loved it. No game. No yeah. gameplay. Well, they said they said it was uh, console console level graphics, uh, but then it was all cinematics, and then it came out later that it was actually running on like the fastest computer you could make at the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey uh all all footage captured in game what do we say when we had that xbox episode oh all yeah. <laughs> we said that like 30 times in that episode all well, footage yeah. is in game representative of something or of rather expected, I don't know. expected yeah. graphics or whatever it's like definitely well, not uh yeah. shenanigans at best all all games running on pc uh wait wait don't say that <laughs> don't say that and then and then they also were like, oh, it's it's all gonna have gameplay in it, and it was just a really long cinematic of really strange things happening. And we're like, hey, cool, man, good job. Yeah. So this game is known for being like really gross and weird. Mm-hmm. So they're going for an uh, H.R. Geiger mm-hmm. art style. So basically, he's the guy that made all of the designs for Alien mm-hmm. and like all of the weird, grotesque, sexual like designs. <laughs> Yeah, and whatnot definitely so they're they're basically like okay we really liked the way that the aliens freaked us out we're gonna make an entire world based on that mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so like the guns that you're supposed to be picking up in the game are like organic right? yeah and you have to like shove bullets into like weird orifices on the mm-hmm. guns for like the ammo cartridges and stuff yeah it's definitely uh, definitely watch the trailer and i was like strange i was like this makes me so uncomfortable watching this <laughs> oh yeah like the game looks cool, but it's definitely something I'm like I'd rather watch like you Dakota play it than me play it because I felt like I just felt physically uncomfortable watching it because I, I think you it's get the supposed empty, to. It's like your stomach is empty and you have a pit in the bottom yeah. of your stomach and you're on the verge of like throwing up, but you, you're not sick enough to just, throw up. Just you just confused. feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they they nailed that. <laughs> yeah, they, <for> sure <laughs> they did. did. They part. nailed nailed it, making me uncomfortable. Congrats. <laughs> uh, the gunplay for it is also kind of bad. I didn't know they yeah. came with gun- I, I didn't know they came with gunplay. 
videos. Oh yeah, oh yeah. There's tons of like gameplay trailers. It it's like ninety percent walking sim, yeah, and then like ten percent like terrible shooter sim, like like Duke <laughs> Nukem 3D shooter, like it like yeah. not even like new Doom shooting, like old Doom shooting. Yeah, like it just looked uh, like Quake even. Like it just looks like no. real bland the doom games were even good back then <laughs> yeah it, no that's what i'm saying it looks like they're like download basic shooting mechanics that exe and like import yeah, it into basically. the game it's like point gun click and it shoots a bullet or whatever yeah. it does it's like i don't know i was like i hope what we saw was just like like placeholder in there but i feel like it's not <laughs> this they, game has been in development for years and it it looks the same. They spent all their <laughs> budget. Their they spent all their budget on like the weird creature guns that they're shoving yeah. bullets into. Yeah, this thing looks like a penis, but it's not a penis, guys. Exactly, it's a hundred percent not. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, like, everything about this game is weird, right? Including the developers. It's being made by EBB Software, mm-hmm. which is a Russian developer. Mm-hmm. That there is nothing on, like, there's no information about them at all. Oh. Even the website for the game, there's no links to, like, any social for uh. the company. No link for, like, a website for the company. Oh, weird. Oh. There's nothing. Oh, so, like, the Escape from Tarkov devs? Battlestate games? Well, hey, at least Scorn hasn't, like, scammed people out of beta keys. Oh, that's true. <laughs> so. Not yet. Not yet. Not there's yet. There's still time, my friends. There's still time. Yeah. So this, I'm mostly just watching this game because I like these kind of weird indie gross mm-hmm. horror games. Yeah. Um, I, I'm interested to see what the final game ends up to be, but I understand that it's not everybody, mm-hmm. everybody's cup of tea. Like, ninety yeah. percent of people, <laughs> it's not their cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotcha. a it's a game that I will play and have Jones watch mm-hmm. if it ever comes out, which is if, like a toss up right now. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, big yikes on that. I one. don't just because the company is absolutely silent and there's nothing on them. I don't mm-hmm. really have faith that this game will come out mm-hmm. because it's they've basically shown the same trailer like six times already. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey, so roll that not, trailer one knows? more time. I'm just not getting anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Who knows? It's a toss up. Maybe it'll come out. Maybe it'll be like a an amazing game, but probably not. Maybe they forgot so. they were developing it. Maybe. oh wait that was us <laughs> oh no i haven't done my science oh, projects I, dude i had eight months i didn't do anything <laughs> that's an amazing transition to the next game okay that's exactly what happened with this next game okay so backstory to this this back in 2012 when i was in high school one of my friends <laughs> that's a while ago one of my friends who was not a pc gamer he played xbox uh ps3 only um I was like sort of getting into PC gaming and he was like, dude, did you see the trailer for this new game called Routine? And I was like, no, dude, I haven't. What is it? So we both like looked it up and like went on uh, on the company website and like looked at mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's a it's a uh, sci-fi horror space game that had procedural levels and you were supposed to go and like find stuff to escape the space station mm-hmm. while there's a weird creature following you. So, right among us so it's it, no not like i guess so oh i just dropped my pen so basically it's like among us with more steps yeah exactly oh a, a little bit but it kind of felt more like alien isolation yeah, yeah three years before alien isolation okay cool so 
it was definitely ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about it, though, was that the procedural generation, like, it would... The way that they were explaining it was how I thought procedural generation for levels should have been done, mm-hmm. where, like, literally everything is randomized, even, like, the stuff in the hallways. So, basically, there wouldn't be repetition. Yeah, As yeah. in, like, oh, you'll see the same hallway 15 times. They had enough you know? They had enough factors in their algorithm that it could be random. Exactly, and yeah. it wouldn't get tired. It isn't like yeah. a Scooby-Doo episode where they the background continually is the same thing as they're running down the hallway. <laughs> just running, <laughs> yeah. just running down the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> wow, how'd we get all the way to the other side of this house? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so this game was originally supposed to launch in March of 2017. Nice. And I was following it all the way up until then. Mm-hmm. So they... Uh, when was it? So they made a post in 2016. Uh, I think it was around like November or December. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, guys, we have a launch trailer coming. It's going to be coming out March 2017. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because they kind of like went radio silent a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's a team of three people. Mm-hmm. Team of three people for this entire game. Um, And I was like, cool, it's going to be coming out next year. March 2017 comes around. It's radio silent. There's nothing. And then at the end of March, they're like, hey, so we were definitely supposed to release a game this month, but we kind of weren't able to do that. We're going to be delaying it a couple months, and it's because we want to do this right. You only get routine once, and we want to make sure that the game that you get Mm -hmm. is as good as it possibly can be. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I'll wait for that. And there has been zero communication <laughs> from them since. Uh, it's dead. Since, it since done, March though. 2017, they haven't said a word. Haven't said a word. Wow. <laughs> There's nothing on their Twitter, Facebook, or were their they, website. Were they murdered? <laughs> Honestly, it seems like it. They did all of this work, like five years worth of work. Yeah. Five years plus, because the trailer originally came out in 2012. Wow. Jeez, man. All of that work to just like completely not release the game when they were supposed to release it. Maybe they're in prison. I think, I think a lot of what happens is, and I, I think you'll see, especially with one of my games is like, they have the release date and they find themselves in trouble. And then by the time they're like, man, it's been like so long. The game's not even relevant anymore. The graphics are terrible. Like everything just evolves so much in gaming that nobody will even want to play this anymore. Even if the game yeah. plays fun, I, I could see that. Yeah. Like the, it's like you were saying like it's on unreal 3 like it's yeah like nobody's yeah. gonna want to play this it looks like garbage now like why even bother might yeah. as well just scrap it and do something else and those guys probably don't even talk to each other anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just insane to me that a company would have done all of that work all of that time and money sunk into a project to just not even release it like i'm saying they didn't even release it and scam people out of money. Mm-hmm. It just, just doesn't exist. <laughs> what, what is that? What is that we were talking about yesterday? And it's like The Simpsons. And it's like I got to be honest with you, Lisa. We didn't even start developing Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. We didn't even actually develop Cyberpunk. It was just a, it was a prank. It went way too far. Yeah. And we are really sorry. <laughs> yeah. They're like they're like maybe they're just like trying to move all their important stuff out of the office that everyone thinks they're at cd project red so that way when it gets burned down on december 10th <laughs> they're like we weren't even there yikes no nah, it'll be fine yeah I don't, it's mind-boggling to I, me and it's a reason this game is the reason why i don't trust 
oh everything is going well updates yeah oh man i hate those because no. because no. reading through their march 2017 blog posts about delaying the game it everything seemed to up and up there mm-hmm. was no indication other than not releasing the game that month there was no indication that there was trouble that's just crazy to me like yeah. literally they could be in jail and we just don't know and that's like <laughs> they, that like that is literally. one that is one way or they're like kidnapped or something that is one way to like yeah. fall off face here it's like you're in jail so no one knows about who you are or whatever yep that's crazy crazy and the website's still up too so like somebody's paying <laughs> to host the website just slowly taking money out of their accounts like the... <laughs> yeah well so i don't know that that's a, <laughs> the end of mine i i had a good game that i'm <laughs> looking out for and the horizon looks good for it i have another game where i have no expectations and then a game that was like completely like fell off the face of the earth in development nice i like it Let's see what john has yeah so i'm gonna save my spicy one for the end um so I, I also have three games but i'll start with skull and bones and this was a game <laughs> that i originally just kind of put on my steam wish list forever ago i don't even remember what when when i did that but it mm-hmm. kind of looked it, it kind of reminded me of uh you know just i don't know you get to like be on a ship and sailing around i was like yeah it's pretty cool you know it might might be really neat when it comes out so i looked it up looked up some more information on it and like i said it's been on my steam wish list for a thousand years yeah it's been on there for a little while since when since pirates were relevant in real life uh john i i don't think you're aware this game actually already released they just changed the name it's called black wake yeah it's also called sea of thieves yeah so that's (laughs) yeah it it was like it was like reminded me of sea of thieves but a lot better hopefully so i was like oh Mm -hmm. maybe it'll come out and i good luck (laughs) You know, I I think I even remember seeing like an Xbox or like Walmart that had Skull and Bones on it. Yeah, and what? They, I I could have sworn I saw that. Like, like the, yeah, they they actually had like promotional material because like it's supposed to come out, and then like then they took it down. They're like, whoops, you know how like that they have a little the, early the boxes for Xbox, and they have like games all over them, like Fortnite and stuff. They had one with Skull and Bones on it. <laughs> yeah, I, wow. re- I remember seeing like actual like promo material, and then they had to like throw it all in the dumpster someone in game stops like crying right now <laughs> i don't remember that so um yeah, originally crazy. it was in, it was uh supposed to be like it's a naval battle game and it's supposed to be inspired from assassin's creed black flag so mm-hmm. yeah we all know i mean i've i've played a lot of assassin's creed i think you guys have too the the, mm-hmm. the battle the uh ship battles are actually pretty cool like they're not bad and i know yeah. i never i haven't actually played black flag but i've heard that's where it all really started going the right direction with that that part that part of assassin's mm-hmm. creed was going the right way um <laughs> yes yeah um, so ubisoft singapore is de- was is developing it um and they revealed it in 2017 at the uh entertainment expo nice. and it was originally supposed to release in the in q3 q4 of 2018 so that's it's been a bit um what <laughs> and then it got delayed to 2018 between friends and then it got delayed to 2020 and then it got delayed to april 2021 <laughs> through march of 2022 so uh, oh man so that's a you yeah, know it's, it's a couple uh... small little tiny delays but um <laughs> this last september it was revealed yeah. that the game production was in full swing and additional studios were helping out like ubisoft berlin so Apparently, it's been getting worked on still. That's a that's a recent development. Oh no! The so, Germans are working with the Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is this game was nominated for a Game Critics Award for Best Original Game and Best Online Multiplayer Awards, and I don't understand how that's. 
Big yikes. And you know those game critic guys are just like at home, just like, oh my god, I can't believe we nominated that. We're so stupid. So when it does come out, they have some awards waiting for them, I think. So, uh, and also besides Cyberpunk out, 2077. When it, when it comes out in 2022, nominated for best multiplayer 2018 yeah. game critics. That's going to be on the box. It's going to be on the box. Um, also, Ubisoft gives us a five out of five. Oh my gosh. Years delayed. It, <laughs> they're turning it into a TV show as well, so they're actually producing a TV show what? about this game, I guess. So we'll see what happens uh, first—the TV show or the game. But uh, also slated for 2077. For they already had a whole. They already had a bunch of movies about this. It's called Pirates of the Caribbean, Caribbean, Caribbean. and it came out in 2003 or one for them. I don't know, a long time game. ago to april 2021 through march of 2022 that is a massive it does i think yeah go ahead it it does say fiscal year so that kind of changes it a little (laughs) bit but it's still just that's still that's a big big window that they're they're gonna give them they're gonna give them more money depending on how many people subscribe to you play plus or whatever the heck it's called yeah so like we'll give you one dollar out of every fifteen dollars that we get <laughs> for continued development. I think what happened is I don't. When did, do you guys know when Sea of Thieves launched? Wasn't it around twenty eighteen, like the end of the year or something, uh, or, or beginning of twenty nineteen? Don't remember when that came out. I feel like Sea of Thieves like came out or was coming out around the same time as this, like development, and they saw Sea of Thieves and they're like, "Wow, this game's so much better than ours," because they didn't actually play it, obviously. Or they, but the water, the water <laughs> looks amazing. No, they only played three hours of it. Yeah, they played. They played the demo and they're like, "Oh my god, we got to go back to the drawing yeah, board. Like, this is like, a disaster." Is really close to what our game is like and they're like and like we played sea of thieves we shot each other out of the cannons for an hour and then we quit and then we realized that's all we could do in our game too it's like oh god our name is cf bones we got to change this up quick <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta call my dad over ubisoft yeah, for a while he's gosh. gonna be pissed our game's name is sea of scoundrels i don't know what to do <laughs> <laughs> whatever 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 the, the other kid in class is copying your homework you're like ooh, big yikes on that one so if i was skull and bones i mean who knows it's supposed to come out in a couple of years we'll see what happens the tv the tv show will probably be good yeah um the next game i have is system shock so originally <laughs> i'm aware of this there one. was actual system shock that came out you know forever ago mm. but yeah and then they came out with an enhanced edition of the game in 2015 and then it was announced that they were going to be coming out with like a remake of the game with the Unity mm-hmm. engine, which I don't know what the Unity engine mm-hmm. is. I'm wondering. I bet you guys do. Yeah, I do. What are some yeah. games that were made with Unity? Do you know any offhand? A lot, a lot. Every indie game, like every <laughs> indie game. So yeah, I think it's. I think Unity's free, right? Unity and Unreal are both free. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was announced they were going to use the Unity engine, and it's, it's important to 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 note that this is not a remaster; it is a remake. So mm-hmm. yeah. they're completely rebuilding this game. Reboot, so that, yeah. that's important yeah. with the rest mm-hmm. of the story. So okay, um, <laughs> it is because it's that's a totally different thing. So so this game was uh, kickstarted in 2016, and they released the demo of the first level so people could kind of see what what they had done so far. Uh, they actually okay. met their goal of nine hundred thousand dollars from the Kickstarter, and they ended up with wow. one point three five million dollars, and they had yeah. t- uh, a little over twenty one thousand people who backed them. And they kind of said that the additional money would be used for uh, getting the game to Mac and Linux. They were going to expand mm-hmm. some areas, yep. and then they were going to support the Razor Chroma, which I had to ask you guys what that was the other day because I had no <laughs> idea what that was. 
probably could have oh, invested man. that money to some better if, things. But, you know. <laughs> like actually finishing the so game, what, I don't know. Explain what the Razor Chroma <laughs> is. As far as I'm aware, it's just software that controls the lighting on Razor uh, products so yeah. that it matches the stuff happening in-game. Like in yeah. Overwatch, it will only uh, light up keys that are used by Overwatch. Uh, by Overwatch, mm-hmm. and when your ultimate is ready, your Q key starts to blink. I think weird I saw... because everybody knows that when you're playing Overwatch, you look down at your keys to make oh, sure that God. your ultimate is ready. <laughs> so I saw that actually the Razer Chroma integration for System Shock, and you know how like most of these keyboards they have like RGB and they have like you can have like things go across like lighting strips and stuff. So it actually just said, "Haha, thanks for the money, idiots." And then uh, that would just scroll across your keyboard over and over again when you try to launch the game. The only so thing I could think cool. of is maybe they were going to be like sponsored by them or they were going to have some kind of deal with them to like co-sponsor mm-hmm. each other. I don't know, whatever. But the game was anticipated to be released in December of 2017, <laughs> which was three yep. years ago. It so, obviously came out. It was such a great game um, that we all played. And then in 2017, <laughs> they announced they'd be moving the engine from Unity to Unreal Engine 4. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Copy yeah. and paste the files over. No big deal. Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> in mid-February of 2018, they put development on hold. What do you know? Uh, they kind of said they wow. they said they had strayed from the core concepts of, of the original game and found they needed a larger budget. What do you know? Uh, too many bagels at the office. Yeah. Too many parties. Too many cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, too much knowledge. So this yeah, is exactly. this is the good part. <laughs> they they approached people to fund them, like publishing partners, and nobody wanted to help them. <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody um, was like yeah we'll help you uh so so yeah so moving on from that they expected a 2020 release um wow yeah an alpha demo was released in may of 2020 which i didn't even know that and then that's kind of all that's been happening of it tencent acquired the rights <laughs> to system shock 3 and luckily i was like oh god because i saw tencent and i was like here we go <laughs> that would give them money though so I don't yeah. know. Uh, so apparently they have the rights to the sequel of the series, and it doesn't have any impact on what they're doing right now. So last last we've seen, they want more money. They expect a twenty twenty. Twenty twenty is almost over. They they blew their one point three five million dollars on God knows what, and they've done basically nothing. Well, they, they, so I was also following the development of this game as well, and I. <laughs> They release like many different dev vlogs talking about stuff. Holy crap! The amount of like incoherent, just like babbling that happened, and like, oh, all of this techno speak because like we're really smart and we know what we're doing. And then also, yeah, we're moving from Unity to Unreal after years of development. And then, oh hey, we lost like we we ran out of money. Like it's a hundred percent horribly managed. Yeah, mismanagement for sure. Whoever the the main guy who like did the Kickstarter whenever, straight up should never have been the project lead for yeah. this for this thing. Yep, agreed. I don't know anything about System Shock. I think it's the prequel to Bioshock or something. It's like it in the same universe do. or something. It, it had something, something to do with, to do with that's it. That's why I originally was looking into it because I had seen it was like had something to do with Bioshock. It might have just been the developers or something. I'm not really sure. The original System Shock, some of the people that worked on that System Shock broke off and, uh, okay. and started Irrational Games. And then Bioshock was a spiritual successor to System um, Shock. To, to so that's, System that's Shock. why I originally okay. was looking into it, because I'd heard something about Bioshock and I loved Bioshock. So I was like, cool, maybe mm-hmm. this will be... It's a, it's a 
for people who don't know, it's kind of like just a sci-fi FPS, but uh, yeah, yeah. We'll probably so we'll see if that. So ever this new System Shock is going to be a spiritual game because it'll never exist. Yes, exactly. Great. It'll all Great. be in our hearts. So my last game is one that we all <laughs> we've all heard of. It's uh, Half Life. Uh, this this Half Life Two Episode Three. So sounds painful. Um, we all know this is never going to happen. This game is mm-hmm. just not going to happen. And yeah. Uh, so in twenty excuse me two thousand six, a trilogy of Half Life <laughs> Two was announced that would be considered a. It was supposed to be considered Half Life Three. So Episode mm-hmm. One, Episode Two, and Episode Three were we were considered as Half-Life 3. They were just made in yeah. like episodes. Yeah, um, episodes. Episode 1 was released in 2006. <laughs> episode 2 was released in 2007. And 3 was supposed to be released in Christmas of 2007, which is crazy. That was like yeah. 13 years ago now. Yeah. Um, concept art released in 2008, which is whatever. I, 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 I played these in 2006 and 2007. Like, I actually played them when they came out and was so hyped at the end of Half-Life 2, Episode 2. I was like, dude, I cannot wait for Episode 3. It's going to be amazing how naive and stupid I was So, I think I was talking to y'all when I played these because I played them a little bit late. And I played them and I was like, I was playing. I didn't know Episode 3 was a thing. (laughs) I thought what was out was what was out. So, I played Episode 1 and Episode 2. And if you haven't played episode two, it's a massive cliffhanger. Yeah, it's a huge cliffhanger. It's a huge. And I was like, I was like, what the? Why is it ending like this? And they're like, I was like, when is there like another one? And you're like, oh, you poor person, you have no idea. (laughs) I must have played them like, I had to have played it in 2008, maybe, maybe 2009. No, I think it was like we had been talking, so it had to be 2009, 2010. It had been like years since they came out. So like two years. Oh yeah, two years at the most. Yeah. but I'm like, oh I didn't yeah. Know. So when's the third one's coming out? And I'm like, oh no. So when I finished oh, it, they're like, no. oh you poor guy, you just <laughs> no idea what you just got yourself into. And <laughs> that's what's so sad about this is they were so good. And yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's continue with this sad story. <laughs> so they were designing Source Two, and it created a whole bunch of problems and it delayed development of the next Half Life game until after Source Two was completed. Mm-hmm. So, still no Half Life three or Episode three at that point, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, in twenty sixteen, one of the writers said of the original, you know, he said that he intended to Episode three to end Half Life two, the actual story of Half Life two, mm-hmm. um, and then he was going to give this the story to the next people, you know, the generation of of Valve, mm-hmm. and his yeah. and his quote, which I'll read to you, is he. Uh, he planned like uh, the ending to, and like all the other ones where it's Gordon Freeman and it's an indeterminate space on hold. So one cliff ha- cliffhanger after another, I expected every installment would end without resolution forever and ever. So they all kind of end that way. And mm-hmm. he was intending that to be what every the game ending. was going to be. I don't know if Half-Life Alex did that. I'm sure. I, don't, I haven't watched Half-Life Alex, but I played Half-Life 1. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, I'm sure his dream probably didn't get real. I don't. I don't know. I haven't played it, but we'll see. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's disappointing, but you you, know, you just don't know. Like, and that's why we had talked about this before. I don't know if you're talking on the podcast, but even if they did come out with episode three right now, none of the original writers would be on it. It wouldn't be a true <laughs> Half Life episode three. I don't think it might still be no. fun, but it's not going to be what it sh- should have it's... originally intended to be. Yeah. Dude. But we don't know what it would have originally been. 
This is this is true, no. but I feel but I feel like it's been so long. I played this in 2007 when it came out. I played Half Life Episode Two because I played Half Life Two in 2004, 2004, 2005, and I'm like, this game was amazing. It was like one of the best games I've ever played. The physics and all that stuff. Yeah. Episode One came out. I'm like, I played that and I was like, it was pretty good. Episode Two came out and I kind of got blown away and I was like, dude, the cliffhanger ending. It's amazing. Like I'm so hyped for like Episode Three to like finish the Half Life Two like story arc and be done with it. And then just like looking out the front door, no one ever came home. It's like that <laughs> meme of uh, Quentin Tarantino standing in his house in like three different like parts of his house, just looking at this. Oh uh, yeah, uh, it's, yeah, just looking out windows. And, and, yeah, and it's, I know we've talked about Half Life a ton, but it's like those games were so revolutionary. Like there was like a have Have you played them, Dakota? Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. how like you you find like the the robot pet and you're like playing basketball with it. and He goes and gets the basketball. But, and that Dog, just yeah. blew yeah. your mind at that time. You're like, <laughs> yeah. You pick Whoa. up the ball with the gravity gun and shoot it, and he actually goes and grabs it and brings it back to you. You're like, wait a second, what is happening yeah. right now? It's not, it's not. I mean, it's scripted, but not scripted because it's kind of just like, it's because it was a fun thing that you could do. That was like something that you find out about. Like mm-hmm. it was a surprise and delight kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my god, if I pick up this thing with my gravity gun and throw it, he. Like he's scripted to do something, well, and then yeah. the physics you know? and stuff. You're like, geez, it's yeah. crazy. So I have one more note on this one, and then I've like something that I that I'd like to bring up that I we had kind of talked about earlier. But so Half Life Three was actually in development from 2013 to 2014, and was canceled in early development due to Source Two not being stable. So they did try to do something a little bit later on, and then they gave up on it. And that's the last thing there is about it. Like there's they've made Half Life Alex, which they kind of, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Gabe, Gabe had said some stuff about the Half-Life series in there, too. He just kind of wanted to take it different directions and stuff. But they obviously did with VR. Um, but luckily, yeah. they did, I think they did say, like, you know, this we want to continue to do this, which would be really smart because it would make them a lot of money. I do wish that they wouldn't have done... I got really upset when I found out they were doing VR because yeah. I feel like that's kind of spitting in the face of all the fans, in my opinion. It's like not, not a lot of people have VR. They were trying to sell the Valve Index too, yeah. obviously. But yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. why would you do something like that when you know most of your fan base does not have VR? And there's a lot of people that want to play this game. Now, it's supposed to be like the best VR game that's ever been made, which is yes. like, which is not yeah. hard to probably do. I think I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure it was very difficult to make the game. I'm not trying to take that away from them. For sure, but for sure, um, I'd know if I bought a VR headset, it's probably be the first game I'd buy. Yeah. Oh, uh, hands um, down. Yeah. I so what I was gonna say was, I think that they got so far away from it. They're like, we just can't do it now. Like, there's the expect the expectations are so high for mm-hmm. what that was supposed to be because they took so long that no matter what they did, it would fail. I think the only way that they could release Half Life Episode Three and and have it not be a disaster is if there is no reveal trailer, there's nothing at all, they just launch it on Steam, it will pick up like wildfire, mm-hmm. but then people would not have expectations. True. Because it would be completely, it would be a, a total surprise. They would yeah. play through it, and then they'd be like, this is a good game, and like they just dropped it on us. If And if they were actually like really smart about it, what they should do is just relief, release um like a half-life 2 complete edition or like a hd like completely upscale it everything and just release it on steam it's like or even say like hey if you have half-life 2 half-life and episode 1 episode 2 episode 3 is free 
or you can, you know, maybe yep. it's 20 bucks or something. But if you already have those, you've had it forever, it just added to your Steam account. And it's just, ha- yep. just say Half-Life 2 complete. And then you go in there and it's like, what is this? Oh, I can play F- episode three now? Boom. Do yep. it, like, do it that way. Awesome. That's what I'm saying. I wish more games, and I know one game that really did that, that was hugely successful, is Apex Legends. I know we, I don't know if we talked about that before. Remember, they didn't what? release, they didn't have trailers or anything, they just released the game. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah. when it came out, and everyone's like, what is this? And they started playing it like, oh, and it like blew up, like it was a huge success. Yeah, I think that'd be a you know? huge, like, very smart, like, marketing for Valve to be like, hey, we owe you one. Hey, yeah. Like, hey, they're like, hey, whoa, I have like Half-Life Episode 3 on my game account. And they're like, hey, we owed you one. Sorry, it took so long. Yeah, and yeah. That's that's another way they could temper expectations too, is yeah. by not having it be a full sixty dollar release. Yeah, having it be a cheaper price yeah. because then you're not like putting it up against every other game that's sixty dollars. Well, yeah. That's I'm, another way to may, like maybe, lower expectations. You know, I would just do like a twenty dollar game, like twenty, even thirty dollar yeah. game. Or much, and that's what I'm saying. If you have Half Life Two and Episode One, Episode Two on your account, it should be free. How, that would be like, hey, sorry, this took so long. Here you go. How much? And did so the everyone pops up cost? on your thing like. Uh, they were like fifteen or twenty bucks when they came out. They very because long, right? beca- they're like four to six hours, about. Yeah. So I mean, honestly, for for what it is, it's not. It wasn't a bad price. No, I'm, I just for, don't remember. It's been. I think. Yeah, I, I think was, I got I the worst They, they so weren't. Really they weren't more. They weren't more than twenty dollars. I think they might have been twenty dollars when they came out. And you know, like usually like every Valve thing on any sale, it's like a nickel <laughs> it's just like added to your steam account then, you know it's what's disappointing about the whole thing too is you look at valve and what they've done and they've done some like tremendous things for for pc gaming and they've also mm-hmm. done some horrible things for pc gaming like and, artifact yeah like artifact like <laughs> and you kind of wonder what's happening and behind the scenes like to be a fly on the wall to hear what conversations go on and to hear what they have to say and uh well sorry go ahead no go ahead Unless you want me to talk. Okay. One thing I was going to say that I've heard and I've seen from interviews and stuff with Gabe or Gaben is that they've said with Half-Life and everything is that whenever they whenever they actually develop games, they like to develop games with new technology. And that's the reason. It's almost like they like developing the new technology and then they just put a game with it to like showcase that technology like half-life yeah. alex with their vr stuff like that's the reason why we haven't got half-life 3 is because they were working on this vr and try to perfect it to what they wanted it to be and then release that half-life game to it and i also agree with john 100 percent. i have not watched anything about half-life alex i haven't watched like Same. somebody play through or anything it's like because i've waited so long it's like hopefully i eventually get to the place where I can play through it in VR and actually enjoy it. And I've heard the stories really good and everything. And surprisingly, I haven't seen spoilers because I haven't looked them up either. But I also agree with him that it is it was kind of a slap in the face because whenever the trailer for Half-Life Alex came out, I was like, oh, this looks so cool. And then it's like VR. I'm like, oh, no, that's awful. And it kind of like hurt my feelings a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I kind of <laughs> felt, felt like a little bit of betrayal with that. But yeah. I understand why they did it. It's just kind of like... It, it, is irked me. it was scummy. It irked me. It's just like, it was scummy. It's, it's what is that? Uh, Two thousand seven. We've been waiting thirteen years to play this game, mm-hmm. and then they release on something that not ever, that barely anybody even owns. And the Valve Index is a thousand dollars. I'm not going to just go spend a thousand dollars. And VR is not that prevalent to spend a thousand dollars. Maybe like no, like they have a ton of other ones that are like three four hundred bucks. Maybe yeah. But but Steve, and that like the only thing I want to play on VR is Half Life Alex. So it's like there's other stuff that might be cool with it, but it's like the 
one I don't I know we've talked about this before a little bit too. It's like VR, you have to have a ton of room, you have to have expensive equipment, you have to have an expensive computer to play it correctly. It's like I need to have probably a fifteen hundred dollar computer minimum to play Half Life Alex how I want to play it. Like with good settings and stuff, unless he yeah. could have shaking his head like I'm wrong. No, like a thousand maybe. Okay. But that's still a thousand dollar computer, a thousand dollar VR headset to play it the way that valve wants me to play it on their index with the full setup because it's like i don't want to play half-life alex is this monumental basically half-life pseudo half-life 3 game i don't want to play that on like a cardboard google glass like vr (laughs) headset like what it's like that's like oh i'm gonna play on like a gtx 260 on like ultra low 144p graphics like this is the pc master race podcast i want to play this thing like (laughs) rgb'd out i want a thousand fps i want like half-life alex lasered into my eyeballs in (laughs) vr yeah like i want to play at the like ultimate settings and it's like i'm gonna have to spend like twenty five hundred dollars to do that to play one game that's like six yeah. hours long or however long 10 hours long whatever it is i'm like i it, i can't justify that and, and you also don't know if you're one of the people that would get motion sick yeah and the valve VR. index is supposed to make you very sick the other ones are oh is yeah, it so i bring up angry joe again uh, they they played they <laughs> he has like a whole bunch of different ones to test him and they said they all got sick on the valve index but I think the Oculus they didn't they yeah, all all three of the guys that play on the on their show mm-hmm. all three of them got motion sick with the index mm. this episode yeah. sponsored by so Facebook s- so you spend a thousand dollars on a headset just to find out that you're one of those people that'll get sick so on I think one. I think like that it was the Oculus that they played on they did not get sick I think yeah. I, I understand, okay, this is the thing about Half-Life Alex. I understand that they want everybody to play this game as a VR game because that's the whole experience of it. But it's like, why not just release it on, like, why can't I just play it on my computer like a normal shooter? Like, why not? Yeah. I know it's, I know the whole thing is like, you're looking for ammo. Like, you can do that with a mouse and keyboard. Like, this exists. You remember all of your yeah. other games? I know you try to act like they don't exist, Valve, <laughs> but they do. Yeah. Worst, we don't have Half-Life 3, we don't have Portal 3, we don't have Team Fortress 3, we don't have Left 4 Dead 3. What, what's with you guys in 3s? Like, come on now. I know this is a joke, but, like, this is seriously, like, getting out of hand. Seriously. But, yeah. So. Uh, never gonna happen. That was that was my last game. Um, to put this on, on, on a high yeah, note. Yeah, getting on a high note, you know. But I, I'm hoping Good. that with the success of Alex, they'll continue with Half-Life. Because we all, I, I don't know anybody who hates Half-Life, um yeah i mean some people may think it's like overhyped but uh yeah i also don't know anybody that hates yeah. it yeah dude thinking of thinking about a game playing and being motion sick how about when they release portal on the vr <laughs> <laughs> yikes <laughs> actually like puking through portals yeah all right i don't think we should answer this question on our podcast i don't think so no Why? it's telling people to go listen to other podcasts <laughs> Is that a problem, John? Do you think that's a problem? I didn't think it was a big deal, but if you if you're not comfortable with it, then I I'll back you up. I I, I see where you're coming from for sure. We're advertising yeah. other people's podcasts. Yeah. Well, also the the everything I have on here is not gaming related. Neither is mine, but I mean I'm okay with not answering it. It's fine. Because yeah, I just feel like it's weird. That's eh, fine. I'll just, I mean, I, I have, because we kind of already answered a little bit in the Discord. I'll just answer in the Discord. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just don't necessarily think that. Yeah, that let's was, not do uh, that. Unless it's something, unless it was someone like in the future that we're like partnering with or somebody, then I then I'm yeah. fine with that. But yeah, I, right. you, that's fine. Okay. The office ladies don't need any more fucking publicity. <laughs> okay. So it. that is basically wrapping up our main topic for today. Hopefully, this was entertaining. We didn't really know exactly what direction we wanted to go. <laughs> we kind of did want to talk about upcoming stuff um and i know this isn't a new show because there's a good chance none of this stuff ever comes out <laughs> so you might listen to this in two years and it's still relevant who knows yeah exactly <laughs> it's still relevant even if these games don't come out because we're talking about you know the games that are stuck in development hell trying to figure out like what makes a game susceptible to like never releasing you know, with my game, it was hard to tell because everything looked like it was on the up and up, and then they just like disappeared. They just like went to the upside down. You know, I, and you I didn't hear yeah. about them. I think I think this this episode's title could be like "How to Mismanage Your Game." Exe. <laughs> Accurate. How to throw away almost one and a half million dollars and then be like, "Oh no, we used all the money." So, <laughs> looking yeah, at you, I think a good takeaway for your gaming company is don't try. If you're already like super far into making a game, don't try to change the game engine to something else in the middle of the <laughs> You'll run out of money it's and we- it doesn't work. It's weird. Every time I've seen a game do that, it's ended in disaster. And it's so weird. History yeah. repeats itself constantly. And yeah. and uh there's actually a game, another MMO called Bless, and they did the same thing. They were running on Unreal Engine 3 and it was terrible. And they shut the game down in in North America and everywhere. And now they're re-releasing as Bless Unleashed, which on Unreal 4. And at first they were releasing as an Xbox exclusive because it wasn't on Xbox before. So they're like, but it was a buy-to-play game. So they're like triple dipping, scamming people. It's pretty nuts. It's pretty, like they've they've released the game in Korea, Russia, um, Europe, and North America. And the base game has shut down everywhere. But everywhere they released... In Europe and North America, they released buy to play, got everyone's money, and within a year, shut the servers down. Because, wow. because, and it was the, it was in Korea, the most expensive developed MMORPG ever for a while. I don't know if it still is, but they spent like a hundred million dollars. So they were just hemorrhaging cash and they're like, we got to recoup some of these losses, boys. <laughs> <laughs> for realsies. Yeah. That's wild. Wild. Why don't story. they, why don't they just pull a Star Citizen and monetize the development? Exactly sell jpegs to people yeah that's exactly what we need to do that's that's the key to not have your game stuck in development hell never it's it's always been in hell always has been (laughs) never never (laughs) never say uh we're working on some extra features which is uh getting more money from your wallet (laughs) yeah (laughs) well anyways john where can people find us if they want to reach out they can find us at peacemarkcast.com we have our Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord links on the website. And if you want to send us an email, you can go to the bottom and fill out the contact form. And don't remember, or don't forget. Don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. Don't forget to, don't remember. Uh, to join us for our uh, monthly game club and have a chance to win a free copy of the upcoming Cyberpunk 2877. I'm excited because I have a feeling that it's going to be delayed until 2077. I'm, but what I mean, I'm actually really excited for that. Stop. The- the game club itself just because of how yeah diverse like how how many games are on there to already and how diverse they are and kind of seeing what everybody thinks about and it'd be cool 
Yeah, I'm excited too. It'll be fun. Do you think that since now Jedi Fallen Order is coming out, that uh, people are going to complain that everything is lightsaber skin resistant? What do they call it? Like, oh, you can cut animals in half, but yeah, their skin is resistant to lightsabers. Oh,